Hi, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. This is Harry Kamek with Down to Earth, the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today is Friday, June 26th. Hi, it's Fearless Friday. So I'm hoping you'll join me in being fearless today on this Friday as we come together to talk about the issues that matter to all of us. As we are watching the news, we see where the coronavirus has again become the trending topic. And for most of us, our worst fears are being realized. We worried about this next wave. We worried that states who didn't think that they should practice social distancing or that they should practice wearing masks, And states that reopen too quickly would end up in the position that we're in right now. And here we are a month later. Uh, People were made a rush to judgment, literally, to ignore the science and the facts. The facts are that science is what it is. These are individuals who have studied infectious diseases all over the world. Good morning. Thank you. And these are individuals who have spent a lifetime, if you will, studying infectious diseases, and watching the models. They've created data that is on a grid. Just like your accountant puts your data on a spreadsheet, just like you put your own household budget on a spreadsheet so you can tell how much money you are spending and how much money you are saving, it's the same way scientists take the data on infectious diseases and come up with workable models and recommendations. I have never understood why that was hard to accept from people who say they went to business school and people who say they're intelligent and people who say they work in corporate structures. I've never understood how you could refuse the data that the scientists have put forth, especially as it relates to the coronavirus. If they come out with data about cancer, you're going to accept that, but you wouldn't accept the data on coronavirus. And because of your pig-headedness and stubbornness, here we are today. Your refusal to acknowledge science is now costing people their lives. It's now costing people their livelihoods. I must say that in most states that are Republican-controlled, run by Republican governors, controlled by Republican legislatures, those are the states that most are suffering. That is just a candid view. You don't need a rocket scientist to tell you that there's something wrong with that. The second thing about those states that are Republican controlled with a Republican governor and Republican legislature, the other thing I've noticed about them is that they have no protections for people who are unemployed. They have the lowest rates of unemployment payments in the history of the United States in the history of the country. And so they rush to reopen states because they think they're supporting businesses. And now people are sick like a mug. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And you have the nerve to stand in front of the public as if you're championing racism and white supremacy and oppression. It is what it is, folks. And you are telling people that I, as a white person, I'm standing in my shoes, in my skin as a white person, telling you to go back to work, knowing jolly well that if you go back to work, you're going to get sick. But I'm going to stand here and tell you something else because I know it can never happen to me because I have various levels of protection. That is as baseless and inhuman as you can be. I don't know how else to describe it. I am so disappointed in this current crop of politicians. It's unbelievable. Do you hear me? 
I am so disappointed. I am fed up, just like the rest of us are, that you have the nerve to go camping and big business supports these politicians. This is why I'm saying when you see these, nowadays, nobody comes up with conspiracy. Nobody says anything is a conspiracy theory anymore because now we're all living in the reality of people who created these conspiracy theories. Now we realize that we're living in the reality of it. So it's not a conspiracy theory anymore. Because now you recognize that big businesses support politicians and politicians accept donations and go and propagate public policy that is, that, that, that is injurious to people. Because now in Florida and Texas, they don't have the unemployment that some other states have. And so people don't have a choice but to go back to work endangering their lives because they're a state that says people who get unemployment are lazy. The presumption is unbelievable. I couldn't live in those states. I I tell you, I lived in Florida for a few years. I can't live there anymore. And I promise you, I'm not going to live in another state. I don't even know if I'd buy property in Florida. I don't know that I would. Why? Because I cannot support this foolishness of you not having protections for the most vulnerable people. That is crazy. You talk about being Christians, sincerely. You know what Jesus said? What did Jesus say? Jesus said the poor will always be with us. If Jesus said the poor will always be with us, then what on God's green earth do you expect the rest of us to do? You have no compassion in providing protection within the system to protect the most vulnerable so people don't end up on the street. Right now in Detroit, they're working overtime because they're going to be a number, 8,500 evictions are set to be enforced on the 1st of July. That's a lot of people. That's just 8,500 households. It does not include the number of people within those households. That's how many people are going to be homeless if they haven't left those uh, buildings and those dwellings already. So now we're working the, the, the community uh, of Homeless Action Network of Detroit, of which I'm a member, are working overtime to place people in a home so that they can be safe. We can get folks off the street and get people with their children in a safe environment. My God in heaven, where has our compassion gone? Langston Hughes said it best. When will America become America? Ronald Reagan said America is a city on a hill. But Governor Cuomo from New York asked the question, it's a tale of two cities. That's what we're living in right now. Governor Cuomo from New York, not the current governor, his father, Mario Cuomo, not the current governor. Governor Mario Cuomo of New York, who is now deceased, may he rest in peace, said at a Democratic convention, said this, he said, the city that Ronald Reagan, President Reagan was referring to, the country President Reagan is referring to, it's a tale of two cities. That's what we're living in. That's the reality we're living in right now. The reality we're living in is that America is not the city on a shining hill, the shining city on a hill. It's a tale of two cities. There is an America for the rich and the powerful. And there is an America where people are not powerful and they're not rich. And because of that, the system 
of white supremacy prevails and make sure people who don't have power and people who don't have money are embedded and are forced to endure something like a pandemic. And it's almost as if we have no, it, it's happening right before our very eyes. And we're horrified at the America that is presented. I woke up last night. Did you all wake up to see the current administration, the president of the United States wants to strike down Obamacare. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of people needing health insurance. And you're going to strike down Obamacare and invalidate it, meaning that the 46 million people who lost their jobs and who had to sign up for health insurance and the people who are sick and getting treatment right now in hospitals will not get treatment, so they will die. Where on God's green earth did you crawl out of? Where did you come from? Are you human? You're definitely not American. I can tell you that. Because the America I grew up loving, the America that I wanted to be a part of, was an America that was very compassionate, was an America that was saw immigrants as a part of the fabric and tapestry of the American fabric. That America is the America I wanted to be a part of. The America that said, all are created equal. The America that said, if you work hard, you can achieve your dreams. The America that said, if you go to school and graduate, you're going to be successful. The America that said, you deserve a piece of the pie if you're working to do it and making a difference every day. Where did that America go? Did that America disappear because some politicians determined that they want more of the pie? So they're going to take more from the state more from the federal government, more and more, so that they can continue to enrich themselves and put the rest of us in a scenario like the Hunger Games. Because that's where this is headed right now. We're headed straight downstream to the Hunger Games, where they start quarantining people. I hate that word quarantine, because it means they're going to identify sectors, and they're going to say, over here is where people are getting sicker and dying more. So you need to stay in your sector. America has divided itself, not because this great idea was not something it could live up to, but because it wanted to. Suddenly, we were beset by agendas and egos of wicked people who saw nothing but wickedness in their hearts. Yes, you're all wicked. If you want to strike down Obamacare in the midst of a global pandemic, there's no other word to describe it, but you're wicked. And I am very sorry if I ever associated with you in the past. I never knew that this could eschew out of you. So you were looking at the rest of us as a piece of meat, as something that could walk up to a polling station and give you a vote. You got to be kidding me. Ain't about to happen. It's over. Pack your bags because it's over. It's done. Because this, my friends, listen to me very carefully. This next stuff that you see running through the streets of America right now that you see happening in Florida and Texas, it's going to take us out. We're going to watch people literally dying on the streets in the next several months that are coming up, the next few months, matter of days. We're going to be sitting here watching this stuff. July is coming. Watch for the reckoning. And the people, the problem is that the leaders, are enshrouded in a bubble. They're not going to be affected. They're going to get on news media that are controlled by white supremacists. So the anchors, and they don't have any, they have to say the script that is in front of them. And they're going to get in front of it and say, the problem is not as bad as the problem is controlled. 
the coronavirus is not going to be controlled. This stuff is going to wipe us out. This is our day of reckoning. We were asleep at the switch. We should have been the leaders to make sure this does not become a problem to our own people right here on terra firma, right here in the United States. And then we were supposed to provide guidance to the rest of the world. So we could say, hey, y'all, we're neighbors, but look, this is what we did. Here's what you can do, and here's what we're going to do to help you. That's the America I grew up with. That's the America I wanted to be a part of. The America that was benevolent, that was helping. The America that guarded justice and freedom and liberty. Where did she go? Where did she go? Where is liberty? Where is justice? The coronavirus is showing us who is boss. And the country I love, the country I would die for, if they came to me and said, okay, we need, we need all able-bodied people to go, I'm like, I'm signing up. I'm like, where do you need me right now? Tell me where. I would go defend the stars and stripes. I love this country. I love what it represents and what it could, could stand for. But it's asleep at the switch. We elected leaders who don't care about the country. We elected leaders who don't care. And so I want to ask this question today. I want to ask this question. I, I want to ask, why is it that uh, uh, America, why is it that America uh, created this stuff? Why? How did we get here? Right? And I have to ask, I have to ask this question because I cannot imagine how, how did this happen? How did this happen, y'all? How did this happen? How how did this happen? Because I cannot. I, I, I simply cannot how, understand how how, how this happened. How but happen, the, the question I am going to say is that America allowed this to happen. We all were asleep at the switch. We all were literally just waiting for this to happen. We we literally were. We literally were. We, we, we didn't do anything about it. So my question this morning is, all over the country you're seeing monuments and statues coming down, but here's what it represents for those who are oppressed. What it represents for those who are oppressed is what? It represents oppression. 